In a faraway land, under a canopy of plum foliage, lay our two weary travelers glistening in the twilight. They were both drenched from nearby creeks and scratched from equally distant brambles. The local wildlife peered at them curiously as they were not yet accustomed to humans in their domain. As their breathing slowed down, they thought it best to wring out their cloaks and fold them for a makeshift headrest. Who knows when they would have another respite such as this? A few hours later, as darkness had set, they began to stir, knowing it was time to move on yet again. Ugh. I am famished. Oi, toss me what's left of those dried berries and bread from the market. I think it would be more apt to call them berries again. As for the bread, it's just now doubling as a canteen. Bah, I'm sure I'll find something. I'm not daft enough to be sucking a bread sponge. You know... Once this is all over, I wouldn't mind starting a podcast with you, friend. Assuming we are both still alive, that is. We've come this far, haven't we? And I'd be happy to start this. Pray tell, what is this podcast you speak of? Something where we talk to a crowd of people who don't want to listen. Haha, <laughs> the mere thought amuses me. How would it even go? I don't know, friend. Something like... How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going okay. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. So, uh, just just a moment ago. <laughs> that's actually, that's one of the new ones. I feel like um, usually we wait a little bit later in the episode to have like three to five seconds of consecutive silence. Because there's a certain risk associated to having that pretty much at the beginning. I, I just feel. want people to check Spotify or their listening platform of choice. And be like, is it still still going? Yeah, <laughs> the bar the bar's moving. I hope well, somebody have- has an autoplay record like the first ten seconds, and then that's the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, we're saving some space here. This isn't the efficient way to do it. We shouldn't do it this way, but we're saving some space for an ad. <laughs> like three seconds of it. <laughs> Break on's next. Shadow Raid Legends? Where was that going? Le- I, uh, Shadow Raid Legs. <laughs> Shadow Raid Lesbians. The new spin off from Shadow Raid Legends. It probably exists. <laughs> Write in and <laughs> tell us if you're the producer of said game. Um, so we were talking just about this and. Um, wanted to carry over the conversation because it doesn't make any sense to talk about it in a podcast context. Um, but doing homework really closely to the, the due date. And I found in my, uh, in my experience that my motivation goes up for projects as they approach the time when it needs to be completed. Um, unless it's obviously like, I've never done a thesis, but presumably that would be different. You have to work on that concerted amount of time. But if you could get it done in a night, that's when that motivation would kick in. That to me is insanity. And I know a lot of people like to do that and fly by the seat of their pants. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't have to do it yet, so I won't do it yet. And then it's like, oh, I'll just bang it out later. Cool. That's just never been my experience personally. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, my creativity comes from when I have fuck all to do and time for creativity just like i'll be like taking a shower humming a tune i'd be like huh maybe i could do something with that and then that creative spark will go into something or i'll write down something on a piece of paper and maybe it'll become something later that's where my ideas come from peace and tranquility (laughs) not like you're on the spot gun to your head what do you do i cry (laughs) right i think that's fair for um i actually agree for the uh the shower um creativity part um like whenever uh, i'm like taking a shower prior to like D or something like that i'm just like man i just thought of a really good idea and i'm yeah. gonna spend my last moments throwing this together because it's gonna be so much better than what i had prior that's um, great like if you're doing like start your day type shit mm-hmm. or you're doing like a shower before you go out or you are yeah. like playing D, those are great because your mind's thinking of like things to come in the next half hour to hour Mm-hmm. But your body is in like a very ritualistic state. Yeah, like I'm just mm-hmm. cleaning my body. Um, presumably you're having a hot shower. It's warm. It's relaxing. 
Mm-hmm. So your mind can just go in off and do other things. Your body's it's, kind of on autopilot. It's like middle class meditation. This is what it is. Think in the shower. I guess most white people do ohms, and then I occasionally do ohm <laughs> as the water is going into my mouth. <laughs> that's what I need to do. It. I realized that wasn't the best for an audio podcast. No, that's fine. We had like five seconds of silence at the start, so we're setting the bar like kind of low and then we're just like kicking the bar a little bit toward the ground seeing if it'll go any lower i am bearing the bar we're, we're Which is uh, not a euphemism <laughs> testing the uh, the strength of the people holding the bar um but yeah that's just uh that's just the, the crap we talk about for talk casts of which this is one of them how do you feel about the talk cast format dave I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think the initial impetus was we didn't want to have every week be an obligation mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, what do we have planned for next week? Oh, well, we have to play this game or catch ourselves up on a game through like a, a let's play. Mm-hmm. And it was like that week to week crunch because we're not the best at planning. So we wouldn't be like, oh, this 120 hour game, we'll plan that 12 <laughs> weeks out. Um, so we got better at that like, though. Oh well, yeah, hmm. we've definitely gotten better at a lot of things. Again, listen to the initial audio quality. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> the tin cans and string days. <laughs> I do like that it's more relaxed because I feel the podcast as a whole has become a lot more dialogue friendly. Right. You don't mm-hmm. bullet things out. We're like, all right, line by line, we have to hit these points. Yeah. And what did you think about this part of the game here? And we just did a, and a weird talk through. Yeah. So I do like the relaxed nature of it. I think like we've gotten, we've learned lessons that I learned completely separately and didn't take anything from in like public speaking classes where uh, when I started, I would write everything verbatim. Mm-hmm. and then read everything verbatim mm-hmm. or if you couldn't if you weren't supposed to like just sit there and read it because they wanted eye contact memorize everything verbatim <laughs> and that's basically uh, kind of where we started i think where we needed to we literally had breaks i remember we would like have little cuts where we went back to the notes to look yeah. at the next thing to talk about whereas now we're just like nah Make there people sit through it. No cuts. <laughs> um, Any type of fuck ups and goofs just go in. We're like, it's podcasting. It's natural. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely very heavily scripted before. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've had we've had some more scripted episodes. But what's funny is I don't think they actually did that well. People um, don't give a shit. They don't. No. Like the effort that we put into it, <laughs> like nobody is ever really going to care. Even like right. this intro, while mm-hmm. I love it, and it was like a cool thing. Again, shout out to Luke who did the audio for this intro, and mm-hmm. I uh, pieced it together. Um, like, I think that's a cool idea. Are people yeah. going to be like, "Wow, that was a cool, clean new intro. That was unique." I don't know. Probably not. Um, <laughs> I just I like mixing it up from time to time. No, that's fair. You gotta you gotta like you gotta stir the paint a little bit. See what happens. If we're doing shout outs, I was also going to shout out to Thorne because I talked to him a little while. Back I was going to uh, do that at the intermission, but yeah. Shout oh, out yeah. to Thorne, last name redacted. Um, oh, yeah. We should have an intermission. <laughs> long time listener of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I literally went up to visit you to deliver some muffins. And I also wanted the excuse of swinging by so I could possibly visit Thorne while he was working. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, 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 I did thought... catch him for like 20 minutes. I thought this was in second person, like t- speaking to Thorin. And oh, I was like, no, you brought no. him muffins too? Because we got like two or three pounds. <laughs> How many muffins did you make? No, no, no. This is, uh... <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't want to bring muffins to people who I don't know. Because yeah. while I could totally like bake a batch and be like, hey, neighbors, do you want some muffins? You're going to be like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, that's <laughs> right. fair. If you gave me baked goods randomly, I would question them. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather uh, tra- have that transaction with people I know and trust. And who trusts right. me, I should say. And we can trust our listeners. That is basically where we're getting. 
Send us baked goods. <laughs> I would depend on the baked good, I think. I think the closer to a cookie a baked good is, the more I would uh, impulsively accept it as opposed to like a more complicated slash you could hide something in this uh, sort of dessert. What What are they going to hide in a more complex dessert that they couldn't hide in a cookie? Traditionally razor blades. Yeah. I mean, I usually do like the, the cookie <laughs> fold test to be like, is it soft is it? <laughs> and moist versus like drying in a snap and half, which is right. also I mean, now apparently the razor blade test. Right. If it pops I, out, I can, you know, use it as a shank. I mean, that's the ideal. That's the, uh, the, the perfect like chocolate chip cookie though, is if it's still, if it's still hot and you like crack that puppy in half and it's just like, it's got like a little bit of steamy and there's the gooey chocolate chips in there. Mm. I would only so change good. one thing about your statement. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't actually ever crack. It should bend. Oh yeah, it should. It should bend. Yes. Like um, a new shoe, it should bend. Just kidding. They shouldn't really bend. You want structure in the bottom. Yeah, I think that uh, our shoe heads are probably going to write in now. Be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sneaker heads. That's what that was. <laughs> Sneaker heads. Thank you. I just think I just thanked myself for <laughs> my own correction. I mean, I wasn't going to thank you. <laughs> I was thinking of a dumb joke, like people writing in, like these New Balance fiends are like, yo, ASICs are basic. Get out of here. <laughs> I like ASICs, though. Yes. Yeah, I used to have New Balance, but like that was when I bought shoes at Walmart. Now it's Old Balance. What a clean mm-hmm. joke. Let's move on. <laughs> Got him. Speaking about balance, uh, your first, uh, first uh, bullet point here is about balancing... Uh, minimal gameplay and c- community interaction in a competitive f- format. Um, Anybody want to take a guess real quick? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? I think that's, that's right. Uh, the first bullet point is Fall Guys. The new hit wonder from producer, developer, whatever the fuck, Devolver Digital. Uh, we talked about this being announced the E3 and then we were looking forward to seeing it and how it did. It is a essentially Takeshi's Castle. You you have like a 60, <laughs> 60 players. Uh, yeah, I was a, like, I don't know if that's going to clarify it for most people. Okay. <laughs> I don't act, that didn't clarify it for me. <laughs> so you have 60 players and you start off doing these mini games and it kind of whittles them down. You can only have so many people qualify per round. So people get knocked out. There's one eventual winner. Mm-hmm. So I think they have like somewhere between 20 and 30 different game types. Yeah. Uh, certain ones are team-based. Other ones are kind of free-for-all. But I've been sinking a decent amount of time into this with a lot of my Dota pals. Mm-hmm. And I actually just got AJ into it. I got him to buy it last night. Nice. And he had a good time. So next, possibly your wife. <laughs> we'll get on the train. Because it is a really good game to play with people. Yeah, she likes playing fun games, so I, I can see that. Well, yeah, it's it definitely falls <laughs> under that space. It's very upbeat, colorful. Um, it is very much clusterfuck at times. Mm-hmm. Some of it is navigating that clusterfuck. Um, also, there's two types of pe- players. There are no touchies. I am one of those. I mm-hmm. follow the NTP, the no touch policy, where you don't right. try and actively fuck over other players. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who are like oh i'm gonna touch that person and try to push them <laughs> off the ledge or even if it's like a mutually assured destruction type thing yes yeah they, they mm-hmm. will attempt they're here to harm yeah exactly um, yeah like i i have seen a little bit of this it really kind of reminded me of uh like a WarioWare inspired just jump into a really short mini game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, WarriorWare has stupid amounts of variety because it's like a two-dimensional for the most part game. And this is like you're running a 3D person around. Um, but it seemed like it had a crazy amount of variety. And um, it's rare that I see a game that seems better for having not focused on adding a lot of content. Like it's pretty straightforward in the controls and what you can do. So it makes it easier to jump into. Um, but then it has the whole, um, or it looks at least like it has the, uh, large player base elimination style gameplay that like battle Royales have encouraged and things like that. 
Yeah, for sure. What I like about it is it's not perfect by any means. Um, I like imperfections. Okay. Right I was wondering. I was, you're like, it's got a lot of flaws. and Game fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> but so when it started out uh, to now, they probably added four or five additional mini games. Mm-hmm. So they have room to continue to add more content in that way. Also, yeah. every day or so, they have like some rotating cosmetics, and yeah. there's like a season. So as you get levels, uh, you get more kudos, which is the in-game currency for cosmetics mm-hmm. or crowns, which usually you get from winning, or it's a very rare in-game currency. Uh, it's just cool to customize your dudes. But as far as the imperfections. There are some game types that everybody hates. And other people <laughs> might love those. Yeah. So it's always a mixed bag. Like, I love What's one Fall you Ball. Um, one I hate pretty consistently is Seesaw. Okay. Where it's a series of different checkpoints, but in between those checkpoints will be different Seesaws, where okay. if you have more players on one side than the other, it will tip like a Seesaw. Uh... Gosh, yeah. So it's not as much knowing how seesaws work, but it's 59 other people not knowing how seesaws work right? and trying to maneuver that. Because maybe you're going through like a goddamn boss. You're like mm-hmm. crushing it, crushing it. Maybe you get to the next checkpoint. For some reason, there's like 30 people on the other side who have the, the bottleneck seesaw tipped in their direction, and you mm-hmm. literally have to wait. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So things like that can happen where you're like, oh, we all need to work together to tip this up so we can safely jump to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, as soon as they get a chance, will be like, fuck everybody, I'm making the jump. <laughs> right. Um, so that's kind of weird and kind of janky. Right. It's important to make sure that people keep initiative. They can continue to have agency. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to wait in a party game. Um, I don't think. Or if you do, not that long, right? Maybe if yeah. you're literally playing Mario Party and there's turns involved, but barring that. <laughs> I mean, there's always like a bit of a clusterfucky component for almost every game type, mm-hmm. but each one's still fun. Like, right. I am terrible at Hexagon, which is one of the final ones, where you have these different layers of honeycomb hexagons, but after you've touched the tile, it disappears. Right. So this gives you, again, two types of people. People who will do like very safe, well-timed jumps from tile to tile mm-hmm. to lengthen their time on that mortal plane. And then you have maniacs who will run around <laughs> trying to take, his way, take away as many tiles as possible or run in front of people who are jumping safely. Right, yeah. To try and be like, oh, I'm going to make you fall to the next level. Gotcha. I've, I've won it once. I've played it 20 times. Uh, hexagon or the game yeah, the itself? Hexagon. Hex do you win if a you're, dash gone. Do you uh, win if you're only number one slot or do they like have... No, it's only... Number? There's one person who can win. The chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice. How long does a round last? So usually each of the minigames are ca- hard capped at like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it goes pretty quick. What's nice is like you can have a, a party of up to four right now. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they add more. Um, but like, yeah, I'd love to see this land party com- uh, compatible. Oh yeah, I'm gonna harass some people to pick it up because I think it'd be good, even if you are in separate parties. Because if team mm-hmm. games do come up, if you're party with other people, they will definitely be on your team, mm-hmm. unless they dropped out in a previous round. Right. I did see um, as just an anecdote because I don't I don't own the game. I've just seen some people play it. Um, I saw a clip of someone who was uh, the second to last person, and they were right next to the 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 line at the end to qualify. Yeah. And then the guy who was the last person and the second to last person just turned around and watched him. And I was just like, oh, this is the most evil thing. Oh yeah, there's some straight up BMs. A lot of people will do that. They'll be like. I can just walk over the finish line and end it, but I'm going to watch mm-hmm. you try and struggle and fail. Yeah, rather. Uh, but for the listeners who have the game, apparently, and I don't know if this has been patched or changed, uh, based off the comments, if you quit, uh, 
when you're the very last person, it reduces the number of people that can qualify by one. <laughs> so the guy who's just sitting there at the end, uh, being a douchebag, not going over the ledge, immediately gets disqualified hmm. because you've reduced the number of people who can qualify. I don't know if it actively reduces it currently in game. I they might have patched it. This was a couple days like, ago. Hey, this many can qualify, and that's calculated based off of how many current plays or players there are. Yeah, but maybe I, but the I, whole thing. I like that. I like the malicious retribution. Um, it's it's a fun thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on it. It looks like it's getting a lot of development effort. Um, Developer doesn't usually do a lot of post game patching, um, but the developers here apparently are. Oh yeah, and they're, they're making they're actively of... responding to feedback on subreddits where people are like, "Hey, this game kind of sucks. Maybe we could improve it this way, or make it a little more mm-hmm. reliable, or increase the number of servers." So it's still actively being tweaked, but even right now, I still think it's in a good place. It's kind of interesting how much it exploded. Like, it's not a crazy game in many ways. Like, you could see this being created as pretty much an indie game. There's nothing about it that screams this required AAA effort. Um, sure. But it's uh, it's kind of some of the hotness right now as far as just ongoing hype. So, I don't know. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next thing you had up here. Um, so I don't actually know what this is, but it says Among Us. Yeah, we've been calling it Among Us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is one of those hidden role games. It's top oh. down. You have a crew of like ten people working on a space station. So your little character will just kind of walk around and complete fairly simple tasks maybe you have to hold to like eject something from the space station maybe you have to connect a couple dots reconnect some wires and your goal as a crewmate is just to complete these tasks right but there's always going to be in the party of 10 two imposters who are trying to sabotage those tasks and kill people off okay so essentially as things go usually you'll find like a dead body along the way and then you report the dead body And that's when you as a group can kind of talk in chat saying, hey, so-and-so died over here. I saw this pink guy over here. I'm suspicious of him. And pink will say, like, what are you talking about? I wasn't over there. And you have, like, this discourse uh, back and forth. So you as the crewmates have to try and determine who's trying to fuck things up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been – it's a very simple game. It's also very visually limiting. Okay. Like, I think it's like a 640 by 640 game. Oh, wow. So like your, your view... Is it like pixel what, art? Or? Um, it's like a cartoony, more of a... I'm trying to think of that Newgrounds game with the like Alien Hominid. Oh, yeah, kind yeah. Kind of Dan mm-hmm. Paladin art style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is you're not supposed to see everything that's going on the space station. And usually gotcha. if you're completing a task, uh, that like a screen will come up in front of you. So you don't get to see everything that's going on around you. Ah, uh, okay. They do a little bit of the um, the Five Nights at Freddy's. You're looking at the, mm-hmm. the monitor. Yeah. So you it requires some teamwork. Uh, right now we've been doing certain people on Discord as like a party, and then the rest will be pugs. Gotcha. Yeah. So like we'll I think... try and like chat back and forth on voice. Like I'm suspicious of Steve. Mm-hmm. And then the pugs will be just typing in chat. So usually, if you can talk in voice, uh, your argument might be a little more convincing than like, "No, it wasn't me." <laughs> right? Yeah. There is um, I can't remember if Deceit had two voice channels or if it was. I think it was just the infected that could communicate. But um, that was that was something I'm kind. Of, I'm looking forward to playing more hidden role type games. We almost played some at the last land party. Which was a we've like, been saying land party, land parties, but this was the one that was online, so yeah. it actually could have worked from a logistical standpoint. It doesn't work if everyone's sitting around yeah, like sitting right a table and only the infected can communicate with voice chat, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I think it's that one." <laughs> um, that sounds really cool, though. I like um, the idea of mixed co-op uh, hidden role games. Um, it, as you were describing this, it kind of reminded me of a like submarine game we need to go deeper mm-hmm. uh, which is which has been out it looks like it's mostly positive on steam i had to look it up real quick but 
it was like a similar deal. People have specific skills and things they're trying to work together to accomplish tasks, but everything's going to crap around them. In this case, I don't think there's like active saboteurs, yeah. <laughs> but um, I just... definitely, I think, I think it's a, a game type that's going to stick around because um, players create the content and the drama and oh, that yeah. doesn't really get I've old. seen a lot of YouTube videos on this first before I ever really heard about it from my friend group. Mm-hmm. But is that out now or is it um No, I got into the beta jig. Okay. That's, that's no, it's, cool. it's been yeah. out for probably I assume a couple weeks, maybe even longer than that, but it's been yeah. getting more popularity recently. Hmm. But it's fairly quick game time wise. And yeah. it's like five bucks to pick up. Oh, that's not bad. So I think yeah. it would be good to do with some of our group of friends. Yeah. Like a party of ten people on Discord and finding finding out who's bad at lying. <laughs> I'm abysmal at it. <laughs> uh, it's I'm one of those um, sometimes for hidden role games. I have to just always play guilty uh, so that when you are people, guilty, <laughs> yeah, so it's less telling. So like I can see that I'm going to lose the first couple matches because people will just kill me. Because they're like, you're obviously guilty until they get over that and they realize I'm just dumb. <laughs> and then we'll get there. I mean, it, I'm sure you'll get better with like a little bit of practice. Because even when I started out, I consider myself good at deceiving. Mm-hmm. But for how I was playing it, I don't think I started out so great. But then in like my third time as an imposter, I got better at murdering somebody and then like repositioning myself. So it looked right. like I was innocent. And actually... Again, shout out to Stevie. He defended me once. And he was not an <laughs> imposter. He's like, no, like this guy was with me. Like, he should be good. And I was like, That's hilarious. Easy. That's so good. Oh, also the saboteurs or the imposters can sneak into vents mm-hmm. and then like reposition around the map. Ah, uh, okay. But there so are certain if... things like cameras. So if somebody's at the camera station checking, they might see somebody like just just, just disappear. Right. Huh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like fun little subsystems that I want to keep getting better at. Yeah. No, that's fair. I'll have to pick up... Uh, I've got like a little bit of time before my year of gaming is pretty much over, and that's when Cyberpunk comes out. So make it seem um, like you've been playing games for the whole year, and you're like, and then I'm done. <laughs> right, no. No, I'm just going to be playing one of them. <laughs> it's, um, as long as it's good. Man, I hope it's good. Um, well, I know I've talked about still a feature coming out, but have you been playing anything recently? It's been top of the no. box for you. No, not really. Now I've been playing a little bit of Blasphemous, so you know maybe circle back talk about that one later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but early impressions are it's yeah, I like the flavor. Um, a lot of MMOs, a lot of specifically Final Fantasy fourteen, which is is fun to play with friends and. Um, I don't know. I'm not, even though I'm putting a lot of time into it, I'm not going at my usual burnout pace, which is like I play for two months and then drop the game for years. <laughs> Big claps um, there. Uh, let's see. I just started Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, though I haven't revisited that yet. Um, How is and, that? Uh, it started out good, at least. I mean, I haven't really done all that much, but I could see why. It's very, like, I've played old tactics games, like GBA, Fire Emblem. I guess that's not old tactics games. People are going to cringe a little bit at that. But at this point, they actually are old. Um, and uh, there's clearly been a lot of improvements and optimizations and cleaning up of things since then. So, remarkably playable. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm, I like the idea of something like that. I just get bogged down in the fear of it's going to be too anime. Mm. Like I've watched some cutscenes, and I'm like, Jesus, fuck. It's going to be people talking about feeling for five minutes, being like, I'm the son of the daughter of the grandkid of the <laughs> dragon. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, I, from what I've seen so far, and I could be completely wrong later, like there is the fantasy aspect, but they have like relatively strong characters <laughs> that you're like, that are actually likable. Um, and I don't know. It's 
a, a turnoff for me is when things go high fantasy immediately, but all of the characters are just nobody's interesting. Um, yeah, and then like the they're all like, themselves. Hey, could you care about this? And like, if if you have to ask me, the answer is no. So far, they seem kind of emotive, almost kind of like um, some of the characters from like Ruby or something like that. I think that's a pretty that's a comparison I would make actually. Um, but hold on, I like Ruby. What are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think if you play it, you'd probably see you'd probably get like the same impression. But I don't know how long it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing it casually. Um, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, those two games that I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> a lot um, of party games, games of friends. Well, a lot of times because so many people are playing 14, um, I'll occasionally pop on the server if some people are doing Overwatch. But outside of that, I'm usually with my Dota group doing Dota 2, Fall Guys, which have been the big craze. And then like the past couple of days, we've been trying out Among Us. Right. No, I mean, that's kind of that's where we're at right now. I think people are finding some nice, comfortable social circles since we can't go outside or really do anything. Um, and it's in, in some ways, it's kind of nice to get like a poker night every night to an extent. <laughs> All um, right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally that though, right? Um, it's funny because I wonder if um, uh, to to some people, I think our generation is more detached. People spend a lot of time on their phone stuff like that. And maybe through some of those technological means or like social media, you actually are detached. It's like people literally get depressed on social media a lot. And I get that. What up? <laughs> but then on the other side of it, like when it comes to like discord and like hanging out with friends and just be able to jump on line and play co-op games, like that's a fairly recent development. You didn't used to just, be able to hang out with people all the time right yeah for a long time it was again going back to like middle school high school days it's you try and see if somebody was going to be on aol later it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a plan it was just you'd message so and so and see if they'd message back yeah oh they're online hey you want to like play like a game or something cool let's do that i had um like a lot of my friends are like through church, but I had like another friend who just like visit sometimes and I was, he would visit his grandma and his grandma lived near me. And literally I'd just hang out with him. Like, you know, once every two weeks, church friends, I'd obviously hang out with like once or twice a week. And that was it. That was like my normal amount of socialization. Sunday morning, Sunday night. I got you. Right. (laughs) Um, See you you later at youth group. Good sermon. (laughs) I remember playing Mortal Kombat uh, for in, in the youth group at one point, and that was something. I'm surprised that that was okay. <laughs> That's one of those things where if you didn't grow up as a church kid, you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. But anything associated with church was always very locked down because of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that was even remotely considered scandalous inappropriate for an adult or especially a youth was very taboo so hearing yeah. that, that was the thing is very surprising yeah it was it's because we had like the cool youth pastor in quotes i'm doing the hand quotes thing um so which apparently kids. <laughs> was a thing yeah literally that man well i'll i'll have to talk more about that really but uh, we'll saying, save that for are, the religion we are episode. now youth pastor age that's true. Yeah, I've got the balding kind of going on, so I could, I could pull it off. Um, I have facial hair. I can talk about my drug background. You know. Yeah, hey, right, guys, here's, yeah. here's how Jesus saved me. All right. Right. <laughs> I was on my way to prison. He busted me out. <laughs> <laughs> he shot the guards. <laughs> we're, get, uh, we're getting out here quickly into the fence. Um. Yeah. I wanted to talk real quick about uh, something I noticed. This has actually been on my wish list for a while, but apparently right, it's come I'll to Steam. For you. What is so it? I'll wait. Yeah, I was hoping, you know, somebody. Um, but uh, Control is coming on, coming to Steam uh, in seven days, which means very few days by the time people listen to this. I've heard um, of it, but what is it? 
So it's made by Arcane, uh, who are the same people that made Alan Wake, which we covered pretty recently. Um, and right now, am I confusing? No, 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 they Arcane didn't make this. Arcane made a different game I wanted to talk about, but the people who made this did make uh, Alan Wake. I don't know who their name is. Um, What's the game, Jake? At this point, I'm going to find out. Remedy, Remedy. There we go. Okay, sorry, Remedy, friends of the show. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to misattribute them and then not actually correct. I didn't want to correct to neutral (laughs) instead of saying who they were. But Remedy, Uh, Control is like a you play as. um, I don't know all the plot details or anything like that, but from the trailer, you play as a woman who's uh, exploring this kind of experimental. Um, facility where there's a bunch of otherworldly stuff going on and it's a third person shooter slash um, uh, like superpowers type game and it looks really cool it looks really fun it got really good reviews when it came out um, and the version coming to steam is the like game of the year edition sort of thing where it's like uh, the ultimate edition they like fixed some stuff in the engine I guess and they threw all the DLC in mm-hmm. And then it's forty dollars instead of the retail sixty, uh, from what things look like. So, what is the hook? Uh, the hook is uh, the superpower uh, mystery experience. I think those are the things that uh, look like they would pull me in. You get some like choices for how you want to advance your character and figure out what's going on. Okay, I wasn't um, sure if it was like a specific mechanic. Uh, so they do have like telekinesis and like super jumps and. Uh, different abilities you can use against people with guns, but it really is one of those superpower Jedi, playground. Yeah, yeah okay. it's the superpower <laughs> playground. Um, and I'm a sucker for the superpower playground type games. Um, had a lot of fun with like Prototype. Had a lot of fun with Infamous, The Jedi's, <laughs> um, Force Unleashed, things like that. So, uh, seeing a game like this that's fairly recent that also looks beautiful and has uh, pretty good reviews is uh, something I'd, I'd totally visit. I'm tempted to buy it as soon as it comes out on Steam, as long as like not all of the reviews are, this is trash. Yeah. It's also nice to see like a female protagonist in something mm-hmm. and it'd be a little more normalized. Yeah. Because like, every time mm-hmm. I'm like playing games now or like watching anime or something, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It's just it... very, very male-dominated and usually women are painted in kind of like a a dainty light. Yeah. I don't know if anime is really the place to uh, it's, look for no. that, though. Anime is not where you're going to get your values from, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Horizon Zero Dawn was a solid example of female protagonist uh, is just an actual good character. Cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also was a lady. Done. Yeah. Uh, it's Aloy, right? Yep, Aloy. I keep wanting to say Alloy, but they pronounce it Aloy, I think, in the game. Um, Al- aluminium but that's okay. the joke <laughs> right. um, yeah Horizon's, Horizon's real good I would go back and replay Horizon I need to play through that on PS4 because I played like 10-15 to 15 hours and then I just got distracted for years at a time that's the, that's the fate of like open world games though the thing is like... it's not like it was bad I just right. got distracted I feel like um, some of the stuff I love most about that was literally just corollaries to Monster Hunter. It's like I'm hunting robots now and I'm collecting robot parts, but but the fights Monster don't take Hunter. three hours. <laughs> the fights don't take three hours. Some of them do take a long time though. Later, so look forward to that. <laughs> um, something else uh, that was in the news recently is a game I was looking forward to: um, Bloodlines Two. Uh, it was supposed to come out next year. It's looking pretty good. Uh, I don't know if it was really looking pretty good. I had our reservations. Um, but apparently they fired the lead writer and the creative director. So, And it wasn't like a let's sit down and figure this all out. It was like they came in and they're like, hey, we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> so oh, okay. that's not great. <laughs> this is for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, vampires always had issues with their series, like, other than the tabletop game, which is obviously perfect, and people play it other than just weirdos. Um, 
but uh, the video games have always had bugs and other issues or they've been in development hell and it looks like that's going to continue <laughs> so I, mean, I hope it doesn't get cursed because I know you're a big fan of that series yeah I mean part of the problem is like game engines have progressed to the point where unless you explicitly like make it moddable um the community can't fix all your problems anymore <laughs> if you release a garbage game on like unity or unreal um the community can't come in and be like oh yeah we'll just throw some quake patches on that and make it playable again like they did with uh, uh masquerade so yeah is there anything you wanted to hit uh on the list here I mean, I do have a note here for a, a brief story Unre- okay. unrelated to gaming. Mm-hmm. So one of the Dota people who I play with, one of the Dota boys, Tyler, was drunk one evening and yes. offered at some point to buy me a pizza in the future. Okay. Jumped to a couple of days ago. He's like, so we can do that pizza thing? I'm like, you know what? <laughs> sure. So I gave him my address. I said, like, I think my exact words were, I don't care what you order pizza-wise, just don't get me anything that's going to just, like, make me fat. Meaning, right. like, don't give me a meat lover's that's, like, drenched in squeezed-out bacon juice, you know? Right. Um, I'm hoping he shows up in a bathrobe. That's where the story's going. Well, he's out of state, so <laughs> <laughs> that would be even more impressive. <laughs> so, eventually, uh, pizza does show up from Domino's. Um so the guy hands me a two liter and then unveils a series of boxes. So there, there's now two pizzas, a two liter, a cup of icing for the little cinnamon bites, which is its own uh-huh. box. Yeah. And then there's also a garlic Parmesan, like little garlic bread bites. Yeah. 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 Which are they're all delicious, by the way. They're um, pretty good. And that was the whole thing. So I that come back like to Discord in the setup, and we all have like our games that we're playing Dota. And I was like, mm-hmm. dude, what the fuck? <laughs> because I now have to eat these, like, I think he did the math, and it's like 3,600 calories. <laughs> Not all at once, because I would die. Right. But this kills I'm Dave. still slowly working on carbs in my fridge. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah. No, that's a lot. That's like, uh, that, that's what I get for my wife and myself like the amount of food usually minus one of those sides and then also we eat it over the course of like three days <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> but it's nice for lunch and dinner lunch and dinner lunch and dinner and then you're done right yeah and then you just swear off pizza for a couple months <laughs> yeah that's the thing like i haven't had pizza in so long because if i'm doing my excuse quarantine support my local businesses Grubhub. Yeah. I'm ordering Mexican from down the street because their mm-hmm. tacos are good. They're pretty good. Or I'll order a salad from somewhere because they should definitely cost nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Plus delivery. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I had a are we allowed to complain about DoorDash? They don't sponsor us, do they? Not yet. I'm in okay. talks with them currently. All right, I'll turn it down just a little bit then. But um, I, I got their like Dash Pass thing, the monthly spend, because I was like, I'm what, spending. What is that? It's like so, like a frequent user I, type card. Yeah, well, I don't know if you get bonus points. I don't think you do, but at select locations, you get free delivery. And when I purchased this, select locations in my brain was like less exclusive select and more like pretty much everywhere select i made that assumption i don't know why i'm just that way uh, but uh i was kind of disappointed because i was like all right primos like still charges like seven bucks delivery and there's all this other stuff so i'm like it's it's disappointing when i go and i'm like i want to eat this food but i know i'm spending eight more dollars on delivery yeah because i'd almost rather just get rid of the monthly fee and then at least pay the base price for everyone. They must uh, not pay their Primo's workers very much because there's a Primo's not too far from where I live. And I've looked mm-hmm. to order from there, but delivery itself is as much as the hoagie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm also like taxing Tib, and I was like, I don't want a hoagie that bad. Yeah. I do, like though, since so we still order <laughs> like once every month or so, probably. That's, that's going to be delicious. my comeback from quarantine food. Mm. I mean, that's not going to be the only thing. I'm also going to go out to restaurants and drink like a fiend. But right. I am I am missing some primos for sure. Yeah, it's still pretty good. But man, is it uh, you, you pay a premium. <laughs> um, you definitely pay a, a premio. Pre- a primo? Pre- uh, yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. we're gonna let that one yeah. sit. Um, <laughs> Carrion um, came out. Carrion did come out. Another Devolver one we were eyeing up, but I, I've not I heard great things. I've heard it's kind of ha- short. That was. Uh, <laughs> I have a joke. Go ahead. That was the impression I got uh, having played only the demo. <laughs> Congratulations, you beat the game. Yeah, it's still so it has very positive reviews on Steam, which I looked at. But um, it, uh, I don't know. So the the demo didn't like super hype it up for me. It seemed like a solid platformer, um, and it's got like a unique take on it a little bit. But I don't know if the the core gameplay was enough to to drive it. Like we've talked about how I don't my default position on platformers is usually like a few points down. So they have to prove themselves to me. And, uh, hollow Knight is freaking good. It's so, it's so good. There's so many reasons to keep playing that game. Um, but if I play a different game that doesn't have that constant, consistent, like reinforcement, uh, I kind of just like, kind of what's the point. Yeah. There's, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with what I played of carrion. But it's like using twin stick controls to just grab things and eat them. And like there's blood all over the place. Only lasts so long, I guess. Um, Yeah. I'll check out if if it's cheaper. Yeah. 20 20 bucks bucks right now. It's not a bad price, but I think it's like two hours of gameplay tops. Is it two hours? I heard it was something fairly short. Please fact check me on that. I'm going to fact check. In any case, I would love it to get down to like. 10 or 5 or put on my wish list and get it for free that'd be convenient too okay. but I only so uh, pick up right now for 70 samples is 4 hours which is still pretty short honestly okay like compare that to any of the other platformers we've covered and that's not a whole lot of content you could if it's like all in 4 hours flexes I mean, no there's no way <laughs> you might be able to actually if you uh I mean, there are speedrun things you can do for sure. There's also only so many things you absolutely have to do in Hollow Knight. And if you only did those, I'm sure it probably wouldn't take too long. But for um, me to not try and do everything, <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. But to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my price point for carrying 10 bucks. $9.99, not 10 bucks. We'll do $9.99. Um, and I'll probably pick it up for that and play through it and enjoy it. But I don't want to drop like half of the cost of control you know on, on this or a third of the cost of cyberpunk that puts it in perspective tell me it in other terms <laughs> <laughs> or that, that's two one, fifth, right one fifth of the cost of a hundred dollar bill <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know I I already mentioned uh, prototype, and I think if I wanted to play carrying right now, I'd just go play prototype instead. Completely different game, different oh, controls, yeah, different sure. setup, everything. But but as far trash. as the payoff, as far as the payoff, uh, it's just you play as the monster and you're violent. Yeah. There you go. Um, Speaking of violent monsters, I don't know where I was okay. going with that one. Um, okay, Burger so King. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so Violent Monster, <laughs> Burger King apparently uh, started going on Twitch, and uh, what they would do is uh, make like a bit donation. People who are familiar with streaming are probably probably know what I'm speaking of. Um, a small amount of currency is donated to the streamer in exchange for their message being automatically read by a text-to-speech program uh, for the stream. And Burger King was going in and just literally putting ads, like 
the text of an ad, like go buy a Whopper, it's three bucks or whatever. Um, uh, and then just like doing this on like all these people's streams and it's weird. It's like, it's, it's kind of fine in a way in quotes. I'm doing quotes and squinting at the same time right now, but it's also like commercially underhanded and weird. So, I mean, marketing is always going, I'm not defending them first off. Marketing is mm-hmm. always going to adapt and evolve to meet whatever the current media is. There mm-hmm. were radio ads and radio was a thing. Radio is still kind of a thing, but I mean, it's not the same. Um, potency is everything else like TV. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, TV, YouTube. Um, so it going into streaming is not super surprising. Um, it's probably really fucking cheap for them to be like, oh, is Ninja streaming? What yeah. the pay? Mm-hmm. $10 for something to be read? Let's say even $100. And it's going to reach how many fucking people? Yeah, it's insane. Um, I think I think one of the interesting things here is like they could already pay to advertise on Twitch. And this is probably like why Twitch would be a little bit upset with this if it continued. Yeah, that's the thing, though, because that's like a separate contract that they have to yeah. have with Twitch. And, and if, also... If Sorry, I don't know how it works for like the individual streamer. I'm mm-hmm. sure they don't exactly have a direct say. Maybe they have some input for like, hey, I understand like for part of like the contractual obligation, ads will be run as a part of my stream, right. but I don't want mm-hmm. to be affiliated with certain things. Maybe there's like right. a shampoo company that tests on fetuses, right? right. I don't know. <laughs> But for them to just be like, oh, hey, I can just go into your thing and spam whatever yeah. as like a business thing. And you don't really have a way around that. That it does seem kind of shady for sure. I think from the perspective of like the viewer, also, if you're watching a stream and you have your ad block off because you're trying to support them or whatever and like ads run pretty much anybody we do the same thing that happened with tv ads come on our brains turn off <laughs> right yeah you're like, like oh, we're just like uh, i don't care commercials are on. i'm gonna go microwave whatever but if someone put po- if someone has like a hilarious text-to-speech message if they contribute some bits and they're just like 1v1 me mid no homo blah 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 blah, blah and you're like that doesn't make any sense but that's hilarious let's talk about it in chat um, you don't filter that out the same way you do ads. And so if Burger King came in and did this once, people would be like, that's weird. That's hilarious. Let's like talk about it a little bit or whatever. Right. Um, and if they did it twice, they'd be like, I think I see what's happening. <laughs> yeah. It does seem um, a lot more like abusing a loophole than, yeah. Cause like, like you said, that is more for engaging with the community. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's kind of an infringement against the culture or at least the spirit of, the feature i think um, it's like imagine going to a convention and there's like somebody dressed up as a i guess the burger king mm-hmm. was there and you're like oh cool cosplay like how long did it take you to yeah. do it? You're like let me tell you some facts about and then their whole <laughs> right. thing was just to minister the business yeah they just work for a burger king <laughs> yeah it's like you're not really here for this you're just here to bark and be shitty um, but if they then proved to actually be the Burger King, they've completed the uh, the uh, roller coaster at this point, and they arrived at a great spot. What? I don't know who the current Burger King is, though. So. Oh, you mean like in the rivalry of fast food? Right, like the actual um, monarch. I haven't had a Burger King burger in a very long time. I think the yeah. last place I probably it was a Wendy's. And that mm. again is always for like chili and fries and a frosty. Yeah. Frosties are really good. Whew. Friend of the show, Wendy's. Tweet at me. Um what was your monster thing though? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> oh, uh, there was just a couple of other like uh this week in game or this month in gaming for some stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. Um Mortal Shell, which is supposed to be the next souls like i've heard some mixed things on i'm sure ign okay. sucks its dick um, <laughs> okay. it just, so everyone else was like this is terrible and ign's like all other than the water perfect 98 kotaku 97 
I don't know. It looks interesting from like an art style. Like it's very, very, very pretty. But outside of that, it doesn't draw me in. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast and Furious, which is like a $60 quote unquote AAA game, came out recently. Okay. It has very little gameplay. Could you look up the time for that for me? Sure. Uh, I was looking at Mortal Shell, and this looks literally like like some Dark Souls uh, Remnant of the Ashes nonsense. But let me Also, look Remnant of the Ashes currently free this week on the Epic Games Store. Oh, yeah. For anybody Is who's it this week or was it last week? This week. Okay. I saw it yesterday. <laughs> okay, that's good. I opened the client, and I was like, I don't care about these games, but if uh, Remnant's still in there, then check it out. Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious has been getting the shittiest of reviews. <laughs> Four and a half hours, main story. Okay. Uh, could you look up like the reviews on Steam? Because I think I saw like 36. Holy crap. It's bad. So, uh, how long to beat? A shout out to them in front of the show. Um, it lets people review the games as they submit their times to they took it to beat it. It has a 28% rating on how long to beat, which is terrible, Oof. but it has a 20% retirement rate, which means people that submitted it that were going to submit their time to play the game, uh, 20% of them literally just stopped. They're like, I'm not even going to beat this. And these are people who submit their times it took them to beat a game. Wow. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it. It sounds like a huge pile of shit. Um, that doesn't surprise me tremendously. Yeah. Occasionally this happens when certain certain franchises are like, oh, we should have a video game of that. <laughs> and then that's really the only thing. So they're making a game for a game's sake. Okay, this is Crossroads. Actual gameplay elements that people give a fuck about. I'm sorry. I, might, I was misre... I, editor's correction. I was looking at uh, the wrong Fast and the Furious game that had terrible reviews. I was looking at Showdown, Crossroads, the one that just came out. That one's also mostly negative. (laughs) Uh, And that's real bad. (laughs) Yeah, they've not been doing so hot. Oh my gosh. But now this is... I was going to say in lighter news... I guess my my question is like who buys this? Who buys Fast and the Furious as a video game instead of just playing Need for Speed? I think there's a market of grandparents who know that their grandkids play video games, but they don't know which ones. Huh. I guess that's actually true. Oh yeah, you saw the movie with the cars. Exactly. <laughs> I mean I'd take the cars video game over this probably though. <laughs> Did you play Need for Speed twenty years ago? I got you something. Um, a brand new car sorry you were gonna you were gonna move on to happier times i think yeah in lighter news i had no idea this was even a thing but rogue legacy 2 apparently is out on early access yeah so Mm. so the yeah they had pretty quick turnaround was my understanding they had like some teasers for the early access earlier not early access for two earlier this year and i was like oh we'll probably see that in a couple years or whatever which apparently would have been ideal because instead they're coming out with early access. And I think you can do it like Hades did it, but it's not my preferred way to play it. If it's like definitely not a roguelike and it's going to go under, undergo a lot of revision. I try not to get burned out of the core loop, whatever the game is before like all of the contents in there. Um, or else, like, kind of, what what are you doing? Early access does that in general, I guess. Um, same thing happened with Slime Rancher for me. I played it in early access, and I was like, this game is great, and it's going to be great, and I'm going to stop playing it, because it'll be so much more fun once it's done. Yeah, it's hard to keep that interest up. Because mm-hmm. usually if I'm playing through a game and I have that session, I'm like, I'm interested for this duration. Right. And if I keep repeating it, the duration diminishes greatly. Mm-hmm. The refractory period. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. thankfully for Hades, like it is that type of roguelike. So it is an independent thing every single run. Right. So the fact that they just 
added more content, it was kind of like playing Isaac. And they're like, oh, right. there's some new power-ups you can get. I'm like, oh, cool, let me go do that. Yeah. So it fits better for that one, but yeah, it's overall a very skeptical tactic to keep. We interest. also have a we have a super giant bias. It's it's fine. Oh to my say god, it. yeah. We've covered all of their games. Everybody, at this point. super giant. I love you individually as people, and I'm glad yeah. that you autographed a thing that I have. Best friends of the show. Big fan. Large oscillation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. You got the uh, Nintendo Indie Direct, which I didn't watch here, but I see uh, there's this Hades mention. Hades mention. Hades. Um, Hades. <laughs> Hades. That's what, the, that's what the kids call it. Um, coming out on the Switch, which is kind of it's it's funny in a way, but like games keep coming out on the Switch, and it it's weird to me. I don't know why, because they they all probably work perfectly fine on the Switch. There's no issues with it. But I keep thinking in my head, it's like first party Nintendo games. And then there's all this other stuff. <laughs> I mean, Switch is still pretty big as far right. as marketability. I mean, obviously, PlayStation 2. I don't know who the fuck's like, we got to get on Xbox. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things I've seen ported over to Switch have been kind of more active platformers. Yeah. Like Celeste, yeah. Hollow Knight. So That's fair. Hades, I feel like, would still also fit in that space and be a good port. Yeah, it's it's probably it might even be better for the controls than like keyboard and mouse. I like sure. to imagine always just having one controller in each hand separately, <laughs> and then just like having my hands back behind my back, just going crazy. Naruto running, <laughs> but I'm definitely a hold full controller in front of body. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, can't, I can't do the Joy-Con experience. Um, yeah. I'm going to mention... I've got two more. Hit me. Um, one of them is that... Uh, this impacts me because I recently got the Oculus Quest. But uh, Oculus is going to... When I made it, I was like, you want to make an account? You want to use Facebook? You want to like sign up with something else? I'm just like, make a new account. I don't want this thing associated with anything else. I'll be able to just delete it if I need to. It's not going to be attached to my personality forever. Um, anything like that. And uh, then they're like, what if you didn't have a choice? Like two months or whatever after I got it. So they announced that pretty soon everyone's going to have to use a Facebook account uh, to live in the Oculus ecosystem. Uh, pretty soon being a couple of years, which isn't too bad. But That's still... I, shitty because what if you didn't have one that's the thing you pretty much be forced to make a facebook account i mean i I, they're not going to drop people's purchases that would be insane and they'd get sued but um i don't like i mean i don't like facebook in the first place Uh, check out our check out our podcast there um (laughs) but i just don't like the mandatory integration one of my great mistakes in life was uh, doing email for anything yeah. Right. And having Spotify, my Spotify accounts linked to Facebook. And if yeah. I ever get rid of it, I lose all my Spotify tracking and everything. So, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, actually, Tyler did that. He doesn't have a Facebook mm-hmm. anymore, as far as I know. Unless he mm-hmm. just blocked me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But his thing still shows, like his picture still shows up. He was listening to a music, to mm-hmm. a music, uh, but it doesn't have his name, it has a series of numbers. And I right. think he had some issues with deactivating his Facebook account, but still keeping his profile. Yeah, I've actually seen that. I've seen the numbers show up if it can't like reach out to Facebook. Yeah. It just gives you like the account ID instead of your name. It's freaking weird. Um, so anyways, what are you doing? What are you doing, Facebook? Try to be less evil. <laughs> I realize that was Google's motto and not yours, but try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, from a consumer is, standpoint, it's like, wow, I already have this account and I can just link this up and then log into everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you're anybody else trying to fuck over that, you're like, well, I have their Facebook account. Yeah, Hello, I guess it's over. email, <laughs> banking, everything, yeah. college email. It's it's absolutely crazy. I saw a comment recently that was like, um, I remember when I was a kid on the internet, like everyone was like, stay anonymous. 
like don't give out personal information don't do anything like that and now it's like would you like to sign in with facebook or comment like with your facebook name and everything like that all of your real life information on this site and somewhere along the line that stopped being super disturbingly weird (laughs) and i think the universe is worse for it um yeah it's super weird but i mean do you want our bonus card could you give me your personal information so we can reach out to you we're not gonna reach out to you but could Mm -hmm. you give us your email yeah so anyways that was my rant uh and the other thing was me trying to make it up to arcane which is another friend of the show um because they make all the games i like and apparently Deathloop is uh gonna be delayed a little bit i think it was gonna come out uh, early next year or something it's delayed to mid 2021 but I'm still hyped for it. I'm still hyped for the the concept of playing as an assassin, fighting an assassin, and neither of you can escape. One of you likes that, and the other one doesn't. I don't know. There's a lot of potential there, and I think it could be fun. Yeah, I, I do want to see that where that one goes. Definitely want to follow it. It was a good trailer. Oh yeah, I, I actually I like the flavor of the first trailer, maybe even a little bit more than the second trailer, which isn't the best sign, but. I'm hoping they differentiate it enough from like Dishonored and things while still making it fun to play. Oh, Dishonored's good. Dishonored is pretty good. I have to finish uh, Death of the Outsider, which is the last one in the series, I think. I'll wait for you. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts? Any uh, life advice for our dear listeners? Oh, life advice. This is harder than how's it going tonight, Dave? Um, <laughs> we can we can proceed the answer with three to five seconds of silence okay. as opposed to following the answer. One, two, three. This simple slow. and light calisthenics can be done easily in the comfort of your own home and lead to a longer and happier life. Also, mm. eat yogurt. It's a good probiotic. What up? Mm. That's true. Yogurt is uh, is pretty good. Advice from Get old it. Dave. Professional biotic. I think it's Mass Effect thing. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, should you wish to send in your feedback, you could do so at our Gmail address at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could join the discussion on the not friend of the show, Facebook. Jeez. But we're there anyways. Uh, facebook.com slash soapstone podcast and as always we'll see you in the next one have a good night